Hey, this is Freddie Joachim on Mellow Orange, and you're listening to DJ Radu on the Diamond Soul Experience. W-A-B-L. New rules, new music. Download the app or stream on ablradio.com. Bamalovesoul.com. This is the Diamond Soul Experience. The girl I love, the wet panties much And when my song come on, both her hands be up And behind closed doors, I be laying it down Them other niggas spit game cause they playing around Said it before and I'm saying it now To remind the sidewinders to straighten it out You just another face in the crowd I'm like the rain in the clouds, I come down And leave your little shine blocked out I make the pretty mommies rock out And many make the beat drop now Hey y'all, feel a bass drop Feel my presence even when I don't stay long When the time is right, I'ma stay more I turn it up, it's no turning it down And now I wanna see you working it out You got it Decreasing your hard drive space since 2008. Thank you for joining us on the Diamond Soul Experience, Bama Love Soul's podcast that features interviews from your favorite artists and shares the music we're currently listening to. Tonight's guest is prolific DJ producer Freddie Joachim, who is firmly in my top 10 producers list. You may have heard him on Joey Badass's album Before the Bunny, or even read about him on OK Futures list of the best Erica Badu remixes. We sit down with him and find out what producers he's listening to, discuss technology, and find out who he would like to work with. If this is your first time listening to us, please like and share on the platform of your choice. If you're listening on iTunes, please subscribe, review, and rate us to help us move up in the rankings, find new listeners, and get more great interviews. I know you enjoy Freddie's remix of most devs working out. Stay tuned. We have much more great music for you on the Diamond Soul Experience.
I'm here to tear your wicked cats up out of the frame. Rap lames with no aim, come and jack up the game. They bring guns, take aim at the fun, and just kill it, yo. Screw up the vibe simply just for the thrill of it to be the illest. Is their only concern, unconscious and blinded by the niche that they yearn for. Can't endure the rigors of their own mission, starving for when things get real in the field. Putting down on real, how you clap, you steal. Step into the mic, talking about you kept it real. With that, I don't deal, cause I know they false. It's the same lame dish that bring this game to a halt. I know real dudes that bust real guns, but they don't rhyme about it, son, they still on the run. So I'll put out a prayer, hoping you change your tune. For that, there's no room. The shorties, we got a school. This is the real definition of the word fame A spot at the top, never thought to maintain yeah. You try to blow up and blew out your own flame Now you're just a memory, man, it's always the same Is this the real definition? Come yeah. on, feel it Is this the real definition? Like that, yo. Is this the real definition? Say what? Word Yo, is this the real definition? So let's manifest, speaking of which, I change the pitch Are you in it for love or in it just to get rich? Is it love for the art or are you playing the part? If it's the latter of the two, then man, you shouldn't start Cause what we create is surely one for the books A cinematic look with a bridge and a hook Don't live the life of a crook, but boost a snare and a kick They compress my vocab to make sure that it fits The way I transmit is on a higher degree A true and living definition of a live MC I aspire to be an inspirational key To unlock your closed minds and let your third I see that it ain't about your cash, your class, or sudden fame. It's where you make your mark in this material game. You want material fame, couldn't cut it, who's to blame? Now you're back to waving guns, man. The song is the same. That's why I play the back so the others can front and let my three-man team provide the sound that you want. Just a message for my people, and I hope that you listen. So now I'm asking, is this the real definition like that? Is this the real definition? The world's fame. The spot at the top, never thought to maintain. You try to blow up and blew out your own flame. Now you're just a memory, man, it's always the same Is this the real definition? Come yeah. on, feel it Is this the real definition? Like on, that, yo. Is this the real definition? Say what? Word Yo, is this the real definition? It's the B-U-T-C-E-R Track plus grab with the star PR Sliding in with that sound for your classical taste That generates that sway in a young girl's waist To make the fellas contemplate If it's time to give chase Once the party gets live The air fills with papes It's the real definition of a party indeed Good times and good rhymes is what hip-hop needs So navigate the night with that Playboy price I'll never have step cause the math ain't right When I finish 16 I'm gonna pass the mic To some capable hands Tell my mellow my man that's my brother from another in the upstarts band pro let them know and make them understand this is where it's sad if you a hip-hop fan this is what you need if you a hip-hop fan smooth it out now yeah we grab lover in the place to be profile you know what i'm saying from sd to mount b that's how we do it one love
Welcome my man in flight To the torch like commission You know how we go uh. A musical experience like no one uh. The diamond soul experience Sing it down, sing it down uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh. Mocha in the middle In the middle of a winter flight Heating up winter night Not like it's cold as I'm told Mediterranean climate in my zone Zone 9A Let the rhyme play around with the triple motion Take it back like the 9As Torch like the mission is the prime takes Put us on, you transported to Bombay That's how mid-flight do And Kareem too I'm serene girl, I didn't mean to Turn you on, but you can blame it on All my abnormalities and the plane I'm on is funky Do not take this the wrong way But if you don't rep commission then you're not brave I've tried and tried to set the bar high Follow my lead, we make it all fly Shout out to some of my teachers Influential ones like my people's the far side Trying to make the tunes for your car ride Turn it up loud while your car ride Squeezing the most juices Loose from the plums and features And pairs like Joanna Newsom Like oh man I'm gruesome Rock from Van to Johannesburg And now to Melbourne and return Making beats for the candles burn Springtime popping off Make me open up a can of worms For the early birds catch them We don't turn up we go mellow Same dish different vibe to the world hello Waking up while the sky is canary yellow The mid flights in the commission Now so to my fellow Torch lighters let's go cause we got a mission And the key fits lovely in the ignition And the G-Wagon headed to the beast district No feedback man cause we keep ripping Uh Wrote this song. 
communications communications This is the Diamond Soul Experience and we had to take a detour to New Zealand. Right now we're rocking with Electric Wire Hustle before we get into Julian Dine's Ultra Funky Layer featuring Mara TK. Shouts out to ablradio.com. Art beats and lyrics will be in Birmingham this Friday with Twister and of course DJ Raju on the turntables at 7pm. So make sure you come out and support this Friday. Also this Friday, one of the highly anticipated albums of 2016 will be released. King's new album, We Are King. You don't have to wait. We have some of that in the mix. And of course, our interview with Freddie Joachim. The playlist for tonight's show will be available on BamaLoveSoul.com as soon as we get it on the site. So enjoy for now and make sure you tell your friends you're listening to The Diamond Soul Experience. Yo, check this out. I want you in the house to see Cal Base D. And check it out. DJ Roger on The Diamond Soul Could set another layer 
DJs. Ain't it supposed to be the other way around? WABL, new rules, new radio. Yeah. Mama, I just booked the first class ticket to my destiny, by the way. Yeah. Maybe I'ma fly away. Maybe I'ma fly away someday. Yeah. So gullible, just like my first love. Stay humble, but I knew that I was first up. Pick up the pen, and that's when I drew my first blood. Spill my heart again, cause the pain never end. Happiness is temporary, always has been. I just lost one, but sometimes I win. I always spread love, but sometimes I sin. I only trust some, that's why I keep a few friends. Funny, cause it used to see my circle never end. Always kept like 47 friends in my circle friends. All that's left now is the radius. They still here, trying to find love on this atmosphere. Things get Severe for everybody everywhere This my moment of truth right here Swear I ain't scared of no man I see the omen I pick them up and keep it rolling The omnipresence is omnipotent But I keep going Till it's all said and done Not sure on my soul purpose But I'm pretty sure this one There's a reason why I've come New season's just begun This the death of a cycle pump Or birth of God's son So don't mourn me when I'm gone Celebrate my travels Whenever you need me Just take a plane to the astral zone So I'm at the home I've been hurting too long Time no stand still So you gotta move on and on I had a dream, I see my name on the gravel stone A red hair lies a G followed by a poem I couldn't see the words, but I'm sure it's in the song Funny that I write most when I know my feeling wrong Walk with both shoulders that my head is always on through harm's way, carry boulders on my arm I feel strong as I walk through the many storms That rain on my parade, seen the dust cry for days I'm feeling like a young prince, I'm draped in today My name ring bells all the way to heaven's gates though CZ told about me, yo, I know he always watching I guess it really is a heaven for us hip-hoppers I really miss my partner, but I know he with Big Papa Tupac's in the big arrow proper And that's a big pun, know that I'ma join them when my time comes But the story just begun, so don't warn me when I'm gone Celebrate my travels Whenever you need me, just take a plane to the astral zones I'm at the home, I've been hurting too long And time don't stand still, so you gotta move on And 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 on Yeah, one day I'ma fly away One day I'ma fly away One day you will fly Clouds gray, I hope the pain don't show no. Looking in the sky, I wonder where them rainbows go They no. say that if we rain, then pot of gold will show no. Even skating on the block, don't feel the same no more No. If I ain't looking, I still see it all My vision jaded, too much to drop the crystal balls They stay scheming, y'all like the sheep to the shepherd The trees to the leaves, you need it, but not needed So I work alone, lone wolves stay creeping I'd rather hunt on my own and be owned and not eating I'm not eating, not blaming, I'm just saying Go to bed with hunger pains, while these other niggas kanking They too Fake. No rappers rapping for years, waiting around for that big break. Break a arm, break a bomb before I go break the bank. Break a hundred, that's 50 50. Long as rolling and with me, seen different cities, different cities. Oh, no money with me, I'm on my grind, man. No regrets when I die, man. Till we fly, man. Till we fly, man. Till we fly, man. You gon' make it.
places when we fly. So don't mourn me when I'm gone. Celebrate my travels. Whenever you need me, just take a plane to the astral zones. I'm at the home, I've been hurting too long. And time don't stand still, so you gotta move on. And on 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 and on.
Greetings, all the way from the UK. This is Tar Black Guy signing in, and you are listening to the Diamond Soul Experience with DJ Radu. Peace.
2008. This is the Diamond Soul Experience. I am DJ Radu. And if you enjoy Find Another Way, which is by my man, Freddie Joachim. And question, we have Freddie on the line tonight. Yeah, how's it going? Everything's good, man. How are you? Good, good. So like I was saying, man, we were playing Find Another Way. And a tribe called Quest just celebrated 25 years of people instinctive travels. You know, what type of influence did a tribe called Quest have on you? I think they're a pretty big influence on me. I mean, in the 90s, you know, with Native Tongues and, you know, De La Soul and all these other social conscious rapper, rapper groups. You know, I'm, I'm on the West Coast too, so in the 90s, a lot of people were heavily influenced by, you know, the big gangster rap scene. But for me, it was weird. I, I just kind of always gravitated towards like the vibe like Tribe had. I think, uh, if anything, Midnight Marauders was like kind of like the album that I that really influenced me. Like growing up listening. Why Midnight Marauders? I don't. I'm not too sure. I mean, I think you know, like when their first album came out, and even uh, Low End Theory. I think maybe I was a little bit too young to kind of maybe appreciate it. <laughs> right. And then, and then. Midnight Marauders came out like maybe when I was just starting middle school or something like that. And that's kind of when I really delved more into hip hop at the time. So that kind of stuck with me. And I, I don't know, I just like all the beats on that album. Right, I mean, man, you make me feel old, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I found out that you had a chance to meet Ali Shaheed Muhammad, or at least you guys were on tour together around the same time. No, I, uh, I met him when I did a show in LA. I mean, I mean, I'm not, I, I didn't go on tour with him or anything like that, but yeah, he, he, me and him were on the same bill as far as uh, doing a, a show in LA and I just got to meet him. I mean, he's really good friends with uh, Adrian Young and then I kind of know Adrian Young through a few other mutual friends too, so we kind of uh, uh, touch base like in that sense. Okay, so y'all didn't get a chance to exchange trade secrets or anything? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost towards the end of January, coming into February, which is increasingly being known as Dilemma. Mm -hmm. And I know you mentioned, you know, Midnight Marauders being one of your favorite albums, which of course was followed by, was it the Love Movement? Be Beach Rhymes in Life. Beach Rhymes in Life, right, right. So what type of influence did Dilla have on your music? Or did he have any influence on your music? Oh, he had a, a huge influence. I mean, even before I got into producing or even think about getting into music in some creative capacity, I I was always a fan of Dilla, just, just as a listener. I mean, I think Dilla was the first producer that I followed. I didn't really follow too many producers, maybe other than Premier and Pete Rock. I think Dilla was the, the first producer that I really followed to, you know, to a greater extent. I mean, I mean, what can you say about the guy? He's, he's influenced so many people and he's put out so many great albums and songs. So, you know, I kind of modeled my, my production after him a, a little bit as far as kind of like the jazzier stuff. But yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, like a legend so you know you can't help but follow his music right i know we talked about new york with tribe called quest we talked about detroit with dilla but as you mentioned earlier you're from the west coast from san diego specifically mm -hmm. so you know what group i know you mentioned the gangster rap but what are the other groups like the far side the nuts uh, that whole good life crew did any of those groups affect you any uh, i was a big far side fan um as a kid um 
you know, like a lot of their, their songs are pretty comedic. So, I mean, as a goofy little kid, you know, I really enjoyed listening to them. Other than the far side, I, I don't know. I, I listened to Dr. Dre, of course, and a few offshot people. I, I mean, the sound providers were from San Diego. That was a big influence on me when I first started getting into producing. Their sound was kind of, at the time, their sound was what I wanted to make as far as beats. And I kind of, I guess, imitated my stuff uh, directly after them. But yeah, other than that, you know, maybe just the far side and the sound providers had a big influence on me. I didn't know the sound providers were from San Diego. I first heard about them on a Mushroom Jazz yeah. But I love the sound project. As a matter of fact, I know recently, if, if it wasn't last year, the year before, they actually released the entire discography for free online. Oh, or, yeah. But what was crazy is, you know, I was, I was always a fan of them. And then later, I would actually hook up with their former, like, lead MC, uh, which is Profile, and he's from San Diego, too. And then we worked on an album together in... I don't even know a year it was, like maybe 2008 or so. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we've just been friends since, so that's kind of cool. So uh, was it ever released? Yeah, yeah, he, he he was part of a group called The Upstarts. I heard, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, they released an album called The Know How, um, I think around 2008, 2009. And then I, I did like most of the production on that album. I think I had just found out about The Protessions. Mm -hmm. I think the upstart, one of those websites, like Sandbox Automatic or something. I think I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> I think I ordered like the upstarts and the percussions at the same time. Okay. Well, the name just sounds familiar. It definitely stands out. I know that we've been talking about hip hop specifically, but how did you get into music? Um, you know, I've always been a big listener of music, especially hip hop. Uh, I didn't really start listening to like jazz music and kind of like soul music until I started DJing, maybe around 97, 98. That's when I started collecting records. You know, if you if you got into DJing at the time, you had to buy records. So a lot of my favorite hip hop records on the back, like on the back credits, it would say contains a, a, a sample from, you know, such and such. And then I would go on the internet or I would do my research on these specific samples. And then a lot of uh, the hip-hop artists had the same people popping up as far as what they were sampling. So I, uh, I would just go to the record store and just kind of uh, buy a bunch of jazz records or soul records like that. And then it wasn't until maybe after high school when I, when I started or just messing around with production, you know, I, I can kind of play the keys, just kind of learning stuff on my own and the guitar and I kind of picked up the drums for a little bit, but it wasn't until like after high school where I kind of uh, started dabbling into creating music. I think when it comes to DJing, you're already learning how to record mixes, right. so the technical aspect of making music is kind of already instilled in you, so switching over to production isn't like too hard of a transition. So what fueled the desire to actually begin producing? Because it seems like a, a natural progression. You know, most DJs become producers. I, I don't know exactly. I don't even really remember what sparked me to, to, to start producing. I think it was just like a combination of me just messing around, being creative, 
and you know I was getting, I was in college at the time too, so I was taking a few recording classes and a, a few MIDI sequencing classes, and it kind of taught me uh, more, you know, how to how to record my own music and how to patch certain things, and then I kind of applied that to what I was already doing as far as just messing around, and then it wasn't until like maybe 2003 or so that I actually, you know bought equipment to make music on and you know I bought a computer and then I just started kind of messing around with stuff for free and I you know I, I don't really know exactly what kind of sparked the whole transition into producing but you know I think it was just kind of like a gradual kind of thing. So what school did you go to? I went to to a junior college here in San Diego just for like like just simple basic recording classes and then in I think 2000 and four or five, I went to a trade school up in LA for sound engineering and kind of just studio stuff. So basically, you do this. Yeah, well, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of it. I don't know all of it. So have you gone into the studio to do productions for like musicians creating their albums as well? It doesn't happen too often. I do most of my work at home. It's only because a lot of the people that I do work with, are we're all kind of spread out. So a lot of stuff gets um, done through emails and, you know, the Internet. Right. But, you know, like when when I was going to school at the time, there was a lot of uh, musicians at my school and, you know, just producers and DJs in general. And then we would just go into the studio and just kind of work on stuff uh, together. But nowadays, it, it doesn't happen too often, but sometimes I'll go into the studio with uh, artists if they request for me to come through. So you mentioned that you bought some equipment when you began producing. What did you pick up? What hardware did you pick up to begin producing with? At the time, you know, I was a poor college kid. <laughs> uh, so I picked up, um, I already had like a little keyboard, like some keyboard, it, you know, wasn't anything crazy. And then I, I did most of my, when I first started, I did most of my stuff on the computer. And I was using um, this program called Acid Pro at the time. Right. It was a, it's kind of like a loop-based sequencer. And uh, I used it for recording mixtapes too, so it was kind of easy for me. But basically, I would just make loops. I would sample into it and just kind of make a loop and then add drums, either a drum loop or I would just kind of cut and paste. I didn't, I didn't really fully understand how to chop samples yet at the time and then later I got a small little sample I think it was like a doctor sample <laughs> and I, I, I still didn't know how to chop samples at the time I, I would just loop up I would just loop samples and then just play drums over it basically and then I, I kept using the computer for an extended period of time like a few years and then that's when I got an MPC I don't even know what year that was but um, I got a, a 2000XL and it kind of forced me to learn how to chop because that's the only way you can kind of use it. Right, right. Use it well anyway. So I, I learned how to chop on an MPC and made just kind of basic stuff. And then I, I would actually just bounce everything back into the computer because I, uh, I was a little bit faster as far as editing goes mm -hmm. uh, on Peter than you are on MPC. If, if people know the MPC, you really have to kind of sit there. And right. Be, yeah. But yeah, you know, like from there, continually just use the computer, and then I kind of put the MPC on the shelf. I use it sometimes. I remember when Knife Wonder first came out saying that he used Fruity Loops. He got a little bit of pushback on that. So 
it's amazing that nowadays, you know, most people do not use an MPC or SP twelve hundred. They pretty much do everything on the on the computer. Mm-hmm. I, I just assume that you were using the MPC because of the, you know your beats, which you were uh, creating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you listen to a lot of producers who do use the MPC, there's a very distinct sound to it, or kind of. It's not that they sound similar or anything, but you can kind of tell. In a, in a sense, right. As opposed to people making music strictly on a computer, but you know, like I, I come from like a, a certain era where that style, the MPC style or the SP style, was kind of big, and that's kind of what influenced me. And I still kind of use that same mythology when I make beats today. I mean, even though the equipment is different, the 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 outcome is kind of the same in a sense, I guess. Right. You know, technology has changed so much from the mid mid nineties to present and it's affected everything from the way we record music to the way we release music. At the same time we've actually kinda of gone back as well. Vinyl is making a resurgence and so are cassette tapes. You know, mm-hmm. w- what are your thoughts on the, the resurgence of the cassette tape and the resurgence of vinyl? You know, I don't know, like I think for, as far as DJs, as far as me and a few of my friends, even some of them part of Mellow Orange, like we don't, we see that vinyl and uh, like analog tapes are coming back, but we don't really, I guess it didn't really affect us too dramatically because we were already, co- you know, collecting vinyl regardless if it was old or new. I mean, it's, it's definitely cool that you see people collecting vinyl, but it is harder to find certain things on vinyl I, th- I think a lot of the older stuff because it's just getting like swooped up on right so you have to kind of uh just buy the reissues which you know it's fine with me I- i'm not a big it's not a big deal for me <laughs> but but then um cassettes you know like i guess technically on, on the technical side of a cassette people need to understand that cassettes make music sound really warm i mean so does vinyl but i mean cassettes especially but the thing is you know like i don't i don't really know too many people who still rock cassette players right i think i think a a lot of people are just buying them for the collector kind of nostalgia of it okay Uh, they're just you know purchasing them and then it goes up on the shelf to kind of display as far as the collection goes um i mean me me in general I wasn't a big tape collector as a kid. Uh, I did like cassettes, you know, like especially cassette singles. But I think, if anything, now, you know, I I still collect vinyl. You know, because that's an interesting thing for me, as far as cassettes are concerned. Like, people will send me cassettes, but I can't play cassettes in my car, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And and that's that's when I'm most available to listen to music, is in my car when I'm riding or when I'm somewhere else doing nothing and that and that's what makes mp3 so so useful mm-hmm. because you can play it on your phone the mp3 player or even from your car nowadays you know, with bluetooth yeah yeah but I learned something from you I didn't know that cassettes provided a warm sound I, I know about vinyl making the music sound good but I didn't know that about cassettes yeah definitely I mean if you look at uh, like recording studios they have these huge like reels they're basically huge cassettes in a sense and people bounce audio to those reels to get that warm sound so i mean essentially you're kind of doing that with a cassette not a not on that massive scale like that but it'll definitely add a little warmth to uh your music all right well there's one thing we haven't talked about yet we haven't discussed mellow orange but 
I was doing my research early to actually I have a confession to make. I haven't checked the Mellow Orange website in maybe like a year and a half. And I went there today and I found out about some cool artists. And I also found your video cast and I've been enjoying it immensely. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a break, man. We're going to go into Keep Loving, the Eric Lowry mix from our Fiberglass Kisses. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Mellow Orange. So we'll return with Freddie Joachim right here on the Diamond Soul Experience. It's the Diamond Soul Experience. I'm DJ Radu. We're still in the lab with my man, Freddie Joachim. Yo. All right, so how does it feel to, like, you've done, like, numerous remixes. How does it feel to have one of your songs remixed? I think if it's done well, I'll enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, most of my stuff is instrumentals in any way. So, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's just if it's if it's something that catches my ear, then, then of course, I'll, I'll like it. 
as far as the, the stuff that's been on my featured albums with artists, if people can remix those too, that I mean, if I like it, then I, you know, I'll like it. Right. So we were talking about technology earlier, and I know that you know Mellow Orange utilizes several platforms to release music. There are two that are really popular right now, SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Were you affected by the SoundCloud purge at all? I, I, I don't know if I was. I mean, I'm, I, to be totally honest, I'm not heavy on SoundCloud. Like, meaning I don't sit down and just search a bunch of stuff on SoundCloud, right. which, which I know a lot of people do, especially a lot of young people. That's like their go-to website for music as far as new music coming out. Or as a go-to website to follow your some of your favorite artists. But I'm not too heavy um, as far as being active on it. I do put up music on it um, because it's, you know, I think it's a great website as far as sharing your music. But yeah, you know, like, it's you know, it's a website that shares music. <laughs> you know, it's cool. Like, I mean, there's not too many other websites with that kind of capacity of like artists and and listeners uh, on the web right now. So, right. I think if you're if you are an app artist, you have to be on there. I agree. I agree. Sad but true. Now, I mentioned that I haven't gone to the Mellow Orange website in a while, and the reason is I've been going to the Bandcamp page. Whenever your music is released, I get a notification. Oh, okay, you know, Freddie got some new joints, so I go there and check it out. You know, how has Bandcamp affected the Mellow Orange outreach much? I think so. We, I think we really like Bandcamp because the sales from a lot of our albums and tracks go directly to the artists. You know, given there there are a couple processing fees but i think that's the great thing about bandcamp is you can work on an album for however long it takes and then you can just put it up on bandcamp and sell it you know and and the sales of it go directly to you you know there's like no middleman right um, or there's no like huge percentage taken people don't know but like we, we usually revert people to our Bandcamp page because, yeah, like, one, the sales go directly to us, and, you know, there's not a huge percentage taken out. It's not like iTunes or a few other websites where, like, they'll take a huge chunk of your sales. But it, it's good because it, it's still, I think Bandcamp is good because it still uh, has kind of like a social feature on it, too, where you can kind of share music uh, with other people uh, that you're connected to on Bandcamp or... You can, uh, like, you know, like you said, uh, you can get email updates from some artists that you follow, which is good. It is. It really is. It helps keep me up to date because there's so much music being made nowadays. But I want to talk about Mellow Orange. You read that it's a lifestyle brand as well as a record label. Well, yeah, uh, Mellow Orange was actually started by my partner, Usai. He's from San Francisco. And... It was, you know, it was just like a small little, I guess, collective at the time. Something that he could put on mixtapes, like, you know, just a name he could put on mixtapes. And then it wasn't until like maybe 2009 when he decided to release a compilation of just like friends. And he actually asked me to help help out with uh, some of the production. And then from there, uh, you know, I just kind of jumped on with him and we kind of had a few sit-downs and meetings regarding it and we decided to um, make it like an, an actual music label uh, which is kind of I think really weird at the time <laughs> because because so many labels were just popping out of everywhere you know right but yeah you know like we, we're very fortunate enough to have a uh, you know like a little bit of a following uh, 
of uh, a few of our artists and, you know, be, been able to work with uh, other artists, be a part of not just the collective, but, you know, just extended family in general. But yeah, you know, it, it, Mellow Orange is just a group of producers and DJs, uh, you know, and, and a few artists that, you know, we just kind of share the same love for like just music or, you know, art or whatever it is. What's good about us is we, we all click pretty well, even if we add a new member to our team. Um, we all kind of st stay in communication with each other. I mean, we're all kind of spread out, so it's good to kind of still be connected in some capacity. So I mentioned I, I went to the website today and I was literally devouring your content. And I, I found out, I found somebody that I really, really enjoy, Namuna. I think I'm saying her name correctly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Man, that song is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> So is she a mellow orange artist? Uh, I'm not too sure. I think we're just featuring her. Okay. There, I guess there's like two sides, in a sense, to mellow orange, where uh, Usai kind of picks up artists, in a sense, and you know, like I'm not too heavily involved in the 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 choosing process. I mean, Usai does ask for my two cents on stuff. But for the most part, like most of the new artists that we do feature, Usai kind of is in charge of a lot of that. Okay. But yeah, yeah, it sounds good though. <laughs> it does, man. It sounds really good, man. Well, well, back to you, man. How many albums have you released? Not counting like all the free EPs, I've released, I believe, four or five like full-length albums. Mm -hmm. uh, I think my last actual album was Fiberglass Kisses that I actually sat down and really worked on. Last year, we were able to release Study Guide on on vinyl, like the full album, which was cool. And I released the Dust series, which was like a collection of three EPs on vinyl. And we just kind of put it all on one LP. But my first album was called In With Time. That came out in 2008, I believe. And that featured like Aloe Black and Blue and Othello and some other, some other friends. And the album after that was a Study Guide, which I released with my friend Question. That was just a, a simple instrumental album. And then after that was the, the first uh, artist release for Mellow Orange. And that was Midway. And that was just a, a collection of instrumentals where I just kind of wanted to showcase my range as a producer. And then, and then Fiberglass Kisses came out after that. It, it had Carlita Duran and Miles Bonney. Mar, Jay Mitchell was on that, and I, I think some other people were on that too. I noticed that you haven't released any projects with features since Fiberglass Kisses. Is there a reason why you, you're doing like solely instrumental projects presently? Right now, like all the free little EPs that I that I push out, that's just like kind of like a collection of, of songs that I've just been kind of just been working on through like a short period of time. Um, I released those because, you know, I, I don't want to be like stagnant about releasing stuff. But uh, as far as like working with artists, I mean, if any art, if any producers know when you're working with a handful of artists, it, it could take a, a long time to finish albums. <laughs> I think that's just because, you know, people's work ethic is a little different or, you know, people are busy. There's a bunch of factors involved in it. But, I, you know, like I for my next like album, like actual album, uh, I do want to feature a handful of artists on it 
I think it'll. I'm, I'm not sure if it'll really have a central theme to it, but uh, you know, I think it's, it's going to be a collection of MCs and singers. It's just kind of what I enjoy releasing. Have you ever been an MC? No. I mean, you know, <laughs> in, in the college days, you would drink a few beers and try to rap over beats, but that was like the extent of my career. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well you mentioned Question earlier who who's a frequent collaborator. How did you guys link up? We met through a mutual friend through pro- profile of the sound providers. Okay. We actually I actually DJed a, a couple times at uh, this one spot in San Diego and then Question would always DJ with us too and then from there, you know, me and me and Question just became friends because he, he was he doesn't really like to call himself a producer, you know, he just kinda does it like, <laughs> kind of like a hobby right but he, he, he told me a story about him playing beats his his beats for like a friend and his friend said oh this sounds like Freddie Joachim or is this Freddie Joachim he's like no this is me and <laughs> he was like who's Freddie Joachim and then I guess you know he got turned on by me through the friend and then we met up and then we just basically would just exchange beat tapes because our at the time our 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 sounds were pretty similar, you know, just sampling a lot of jazz records. And then from there, you know, we just kind of developed a, a friendship and then put out Study Guy together and then he just joined Mellow Orange. Not just not just as a producer and DJ, but he's his main thing is a graphic designer. He's been doing it for like a really long time. Okay. So like that, that's his that's his main thing. Like he handles a lot of the graphic design in um, for Mellow Orange. And the graphic design is really, really good. So I know you said that he doesn't like to be called a producer, but he's a nice producer and he's really nice on the graphic design. So please tell him I said that. Yeah, yeah. Now I know you mentioned that you know you released these beat tapes just so you know appear to be stagnant but you're highly prolific i mean you're constantly releasing music how often are you in the studio i mean technically i'm in the studio every day <laughs> but uh, in the studio working on music and you know as of lately it's been kind of like i go through these like lulls basically where if i'm in the studio sometimes i'm just listening to music like listening to other people's beats and just trying to get myself hyped up Right. Sometimes, sometimes it's really discouraging because you listen to these amazing producers nowadays, and you're just like, "Wow, like I don't even know what to do. Like, where do I even start?" But then, you know, you kind of have to push through those lows, which I do sometimes, and then just kind of force yourself to make music. That's kind of where I am right now, just forcing myself to make music. I mean, other factors play into why I'm a little stagnant sometimes, but, you know, if, if I'm not in the studio making music, I'm in the studio, like, you know, practicing DJing or, like, you know, practicing for, like, an upcoming tour or a show or something like that. But other than making beats, uh, you know, like, I do, I'll make remixes for miscellaneous artists or I'll, I'll mix a project for an artist or something like that. All right. I mentioned SoundCloud earlier, and I don't know if this is related or not, but I know you were, your, your beat somehow got to Joey Badass. How did that whole collaboration come about? Yeah, yeah. Joey used one of my waves in, wave instrumentals uh, for his 1999 mixtape. I think in an interview, he said that he was just, he would come home from school or something like that and just search YouTube or 
uh, SoundCloud, and uh, you know, I'm, I was lucky enough that he came across that particular instrumental, and then he made a track over it, and they shot a video for it. <laughs> Next thing you know, he, you know, he's performing it on Jimmy Fallon, which is incredible. Yes. Um, and then, you know, other than that, like, you know, I, I got in touch, or his manager got in touch with me, and then, you know, I, I spoke to Joey a couple times after that, and then he he releases his album before the money was that last year or the year before that and we worked on two tracks for that for that album you know sometimes with a lot of artists i'll just send them like a batch of beats and then they'll they'll kind of go through it and pick which ones they like but yeah that's how that kind of all got started with joey i know that you have mellow orange and you've been releasing music on your own you know somewhere underground how did it feel to get that that mainstream push Oh, it was good. I mean, you know, without the help of, you know, Joey and his manager and stuff, you know, I, I wouldn't have been been able to get that out there. I, you know, I don't know. Like, it, it was definitely a, a surreal moment in, in a sense. But then, you know, you, you don't really, like, dwell on it, you know. You just kind of, uh, or for me, I just kind of um, look towards the future in a sense. You know, like what's you know, what can I do next, or how can I, um, you know, not not capitalize on it, but like you know, get my name out there even more from it. Well, I know in addition to that, you also do licensing. You license your music mm-hmm. to some you know really really big brands. So how did you begin doing that? I think it was like around two thousand and eight or nine when I, I just licensed a lot of music through DC Shoes. I was lucky enough that I, I had a friend who was working at DC at the time. And then, you know, just basically building my catalog as far as like licensing. Sometimes people hit me up to, to ask for music to license, or sometimes I'll approach companies to see if they can, uh, if they'll be able to license stuff. And then, you know, there's there's a handful of agencies that you can go through from like on, uh, using the internet, you can, okay. just, you can just basically upload your music, and it'll be on their database of like music for them to kind of like search through. And that's how I got uh, a few of the other licensing, is I just basically uploaded my music to these uh, licensing agencies, and then they would just select my music for for their clients, basically. That's really cool. I know that you had a, a Nike placement. Yeah, I, it was. Um, I think it was for a few of their stores. I forgot where though. <laughs> Alright, so are there any artists that you haven't worked with that you want to work with? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, specifically, you know, I, I would like to feature Talib Kweli on one of my songs. I guess anybody that I grew up listening to, you know, like from Common to Eric Badu to, you know, anybody else in that realm, that would be amazing. But then usually I, you know, I like featuring artists that I just... I'm just a fan of in general. They don't really have to be big. I could just be following like an independent, you know, singer, and then I'll just kind of be a fan of their music for a while, and then you know, I just approach them to be a, to be a, a, a part of a, like an album or a single or something like that. That's really cool, man. Can you name some artists that you're listening to that we may not know? Oh man, I'm listening to a lot of producers right now. So uh, you know, I really like moods. One of my favorite producers right now. He's out of uh, Europe. 
And I really like Tall Black Guy. He's one of my favorite producers. I mean, he's originally from uh, Detroit. Detroit. And then he lives over in the UK now. Who else is there? Shoot. I don't know. I have to, I have to <laughs> open up <laughs> iTunes. Well, I know you mentioned that you like to work with Erica Badu, but she's actually aware of you and your music, right? Yeah, I, I think that post was, I think OK Player made like a, a top list of like Badu remixes of the year or something like that. Okay. And maybe she maybe she heard it. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Moves and Tall Black Guy. Can you give me at least one more producer that we should be checking out or looking out for? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at my cheat sheets. <laughs> I'm not super into like trap music. Like, oh, I just don't follow it to like a, an extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like this producer named Boyan and this other producer named Nick Bacoli, I think his, na- his last name is. Th- that's more on like the future bass kind of stuff. Okay. I do like Hazel. Yeah, he's nice. I've been following him for a while. Let me see if I can give you at least one or two more. There's this producer, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Uh, Nezul? I forget where he's from. I think he's like from maybe Asia or somewhere like that. But I like him. He makes like soul stuff. Can you spell that? Yeah, yeah. It's N-E-H- Z-U-I-L Okay, I'm familiar with him Yeah, yeah, he does like He also does some house things too If I'm not mistaken Yeah, yeah And he'll, he'll make like trap stuff too But, you know, I, I like more of the, the hip-hop Or like the soul stuff Right Especially his remixes I like a lot You know, other than that, you know Just like associates like Stro Elliott from the percussions You know, I've always been a fan of him Yes, he's nice And, you know, like I like 14KT mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess that's it I don't know I like the name <laughs> Kwame. I think he's out in LA, but he's under House Shoes label. I really like him. Can you spell that? Yeah, T-U-A-M-I-E. Okay, I'll check him out. I was uh, listening to an interview with Drugs Beats. Have you, are you familiar with him? Yeah, yeah. And I plan on checking out his beats, but I haven't checked out, checked out his beats yet. Mm. All right, man, so I know you just released the project December 2015, and wow, man, it's, it's a large range of beats on that you know like you got Cadillacs which is like that pimp music you know <laughs> and then you got songs like doing it it was like you had a collage of beats and you just compiled them and put them, put them out yeah that's pretty much how it is when um I put out those small little EPs is it'll be like a collection of beats that I worked on for like maybe a month or two and then you know they're just sitting on my hard drive you know, I don't I don't want my music to just like sit there and like no one listens to it. So rather than, you know, collecting like a whole bunch of beats for a full length album, I'll just release a bunch of uh, small little EPs for people just to download for free. All right. So uh, what can we expect from you in 2016? Hopefully I can finish a full length album by the end of the year. Hopefully. But then, you know, you'll probably just see my name pop up on, on like miscellaneous remixes and Definitely, you'll get more like of those free little EPs, and you know I'm just trying to do a little bit more touring for this year. So we'll probably go back to South Africa this year, and I'm trying to set up a small Europe tour too. All right, so we'll look forward to that. And how can your fans get in contact with you? Yeah, I mean you can just visit my website, freddyjawakim.com, or even the Mellow Orange website, and there's like contact information on there. I know people hit me up through social <laughs> sites 
But you know, sometimes I get bombarded with a bunch of like messages that I just can't respond to them. Or you know, like if people are really trying to work, I think there's a there, you have to go down proper avenues, and that's contacting me directly and not on an Instagram post. You know, that's just me <laughs> being a little bit cordial about it. Right. Yeah. All right. So thank you for your time, man. We really appreciate it. Oh man, thank you for having me. And on our way out, man, we're gonna go into doing it from your last project. Okay. All right. So once again, thank you for your time. We'll look forward to all that you wish to share with us in 2016. Cool, man. Thank you. Decreasing your hard drive space since 2008. This is the Diamond Soul Experience. I am DJ Radu, and I hope you enjoy our conversation with Freddie Joachim. And I always enjoy his productions, and I hope we helped him get some new supporters tonight. Coming up, we have music from Illa J, the sound providers, more music from Freddie Joachim. Plus, we want to jazz it up a bit, all right? So, speaking of jazz, make sure to peep our Some Jazz series. We're going to have a new entry real, real soon. Bama Love Soul is on all social networks. Just type in Bama Love Soul. We'd love to meet you. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Mixcloud, Stitcher, and of course, we're on iTunes. You know what to do. So, rate, review, and subscribe. You can also hit us up on the Diamond Soul hotline. That's 334-569-5270. So, stay linked and keep it locked right here on the Diamond Soul Experience. Can't wait to hit the studio, disable a track so everyone can hear your this shit on their turntables and that. You put your single out, so now you laying it back. Cause everybody's screaming, yo son, your name 
on the map And everybody's acting crazy in fact Who's be sweating your gear and asking this like What fragrance is that? But that's the life you live Great sex with your admirers Cause your album's in the deck of everybody's hour But prior to all the props and the street buzz Nobody in your neighborhood could give a fuck who you was Because they don't love you, they love what you stand for The car you drive and the loot you got your hands on Look, it should end in a minute, any minute And then your driveway won't have all them Bentleys in it And wine glass won't have all that Remy in it No video shoots with hype and P. Diddy in it So don't get caught up in the fame and applause And brainless awards, make sure they ain't gonna show me out Cause yo, rappers always be bragging and boasting But then they fall off like Billy Ocean They play the fall guy for they claim the fame It's just the same old, it's only the names to change Cause check it out now Rappers always be bragging and boasting But then they fall off like Billy Ocean Yes sir, welcome to the La Maraca Lounge I'm here to park your car yeah. Hey yo, it's game time Time to stop getting your lame with the rhymes They rhymes be full of one lines And one line proves to be too many And too many proves to be plenty for me to disregard Bout out of giving cash, break head, bobs and nods Listen to they squads, boys front to be hard in hoodies No respect like bullies in the park Shedding tears when it's after three After me, anything left is tragedy Wipe out your team cause I stay past three On the Richter, only ace patients stay sicker You must be Be drunk off the liquor, cause who is a chaser? And I hate that my pain is major. Give a fuck about y'all, cause your label's major. And your image, now they got you dust in the dough. We gonna see where your love's when you face the flow. And somebody's full pounds up, ready to blow. And you surrounded by faces that you don't really know. Got your life flashing fast, and you wish it was slow. That's why I love the beats, and I lust the flow. So now you know. Rappers always be bragging and boasting. But then they fall off like Billy Ocean. They play the fall guy for they claim the fame. It's just the same old ish, only the names to change. Cause check it out now. Rappers always be bragging and boasting. But then they fall off like Billy Ocean. Bragging and boasting, boasting and bragging. Stage the main event doing some of Billy Ocean's greatest hits. Percy Miracles in the Mountain. Rappers always be bragging and boasting. But then they fall off like Billy Ocean. They play the fall guy for they claim the fame. It's just the same old ish, only the name to change. Check it out, man. Rappers always be bragging and boasting. But then they fall off like Billy Ocean. Suddenly. Thank you. 
You're my witty Houston Heaven is just the angel that you sent I know it's cliche but I had to share my two cents I know you came with him but it's the who you with I know this dude illogic My group is big And it happens to be me And who you came to see perform tonight It's actually gonna be me And I'm actually from the D But I heard all the fine ladies live in my tree Yeah, I'm pimping on the key About to hit that jumper, take the number, scoring on the three When you're going down to me, don't be looking at the me Or I'ma do the Stevie Wonder, I'm just playing I just wanna dance fun, girl Keep it or not, right here, ready when you wanna take a ride. Keep it rock steady, you can ride or not. And the pockets heavy, I can spend or not. And the numbers don't lie, and the wrist don't lie. And when you on top, daddy dick don't lie. When I'm inside, mommy feels so fly. Cause I bees that guy, and I miss that guy. Nobody handles the best like I. Ha. DJ Radu on the Diamond Soul Experience. Let's go. Say hello to the good that I am bringing you I'm seeing you, optimistic Even if right now you're only singing and do peripherals I love you, yeah, I love you, my brother Cause we have empathetic understanding of one another So let's advance in the positive light And keep it cool like Jay when he's rocking the mic Keep it smooth like Kane every time it recites Drop a jewel like the queen when we're watching her light On TV, over on the walk of fame Pharrell did the same thing, they're both great names When your glasses have full, no matter what they pull You see the good coming to you Though the road gets bumpy like farming to nav Be grateful for the good things that you have ah. 
say, I'll pass. It's the best move you can make. We're all in this together, and we want you to know. The NBA family says no yeah. to drugs. Do you feel like your sacrifice had suffice or was it all in vain? Some nights I sit and wonder where we headed. So pains, no pain, sedatives can't diminish. I drive slow, Michigan Ave crawling with them boys. Assuming your trunk's uncooked, if you look paranoid. Ain't no leaders today, that's what me mother say. I probably followed the crowd on any other day. Tonight's a little different, feels like somebody flipped the channel on my intuition. I'm tuned in, now I'm on the 94 interstate. Heading east with a little bag to the city. Flying high in a friendly sky. Where we going? Without ever leaving ground. Rest of the folks Who are, you? are tired and weary. Oh, and where you from? And have laid their bodies down.
your hard drive space since 2008. This is the Diamond Soul Experience. I am DJ Radu, and this Monday, February 1st, begins Dilla Month. So prepare to be presented with a bunch of Dilla tributes, mixes, and rarities. You know they're out there, and J-Rock has already started it off with the mix of, of everything Dilla, so you definitely want to check that out. I told y'all I had music from the New King album. That's coming up next, as well as music from last week's guest, Brandy Younger, and French producer Doc Mastermind, who was featured on On Deck Volume 3, which can be purchased at any of your digital outlets and bbemusic.com. Thank you for selecting the Diamond Soul Experience as your podcast of choice. We'll see you next week with another special guest and may even have some giveaways. Thank you for listening to the Diamond Soul Experience, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.
Turn it up. Turn 
This is Brandy Younger, and you're listening to DJ Radu in the Diamond Soul Experience. Thank you. 
exclusive Neo Soul Experience. The Diamond Soul Experience.